3: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob know back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of December 12th, 2023 here on News AF.
4: If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth It's about to be News AF If the same old news makes you bored to death It's time for some News AF
0: Actual,
3: factual Yeah, movies. we're back here December, rolling along here, and we're back to talk about everything that's going on in our world that we are found interesting enough to talk about here on News AF Back with us, Pickleball's top influencer mm-hmm. disc golf enthusiast, Father Nature Here he is, Tyson Apostle
5: What's up everybody? Yeah, I am here and uh just uh, putting my gift guide together oh, for social media. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So, what's on uh, any highlights? Um Tyson's favorite things. It's just my favorite things, yeah. Yes. It's just my favorite things. Yes. And uh, so if you are in any way enjoying the same hobbies as me, then you will find it informative and helpful. Um Yeah, what else is going on?
4: Uh, Is that real, Tyson's gift guide? Yeah, I can't tell if you're kidding or not.
5: That's the beauty of Tyson, right?
4: Yes,
3: I guess so. Because I
5: kind of feel like
4: that
3: people are like, okay, well, my
4: husband is a
3: Tyson type. Let me go on Tyson's favorite things and like stock
5: up on a few items. Yeah. No, it is a real thing, and it's just like some, yeah, it's short and sweet, and we have our buddy Phil editing it, Mm -hmm. uh, who is our uh, behind-the-scenes guy. The great Phil T. Yep, and uh, Docs in the chat asks if there's a cameo from Tyson recommended as a gift on my list. I didn't even think of that, Mm -hmm. Uh, honestly. I, I have cameo on autopilot. And I do really good behind the scenes stories of Survivor that I haven't told on podcasts. If you do get cameos, but I don't, I don't really advertise them anymore. Yeah, I figure that people that are really wanting a Tyson cameo, no we'll search to get it one. out. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. yeah,
5: it's not for me to pedal. Yeah. So uh, yeah, things are going great. Uh, weather's dropped here, so we are in a very chilly seventy degrees oh, as the high. Perfect. Ooh, yeah. Right. Yes, it is perfect. Yeah. All right. So, how about you, Danny? Danny Bryson. Danny Bryson.
4: Yeah, I'm here. Good. Also, possibly, this could all be a simulation. I might not be here.
5: Ooh. <laughs> that's something to think about.
4: You guys don't know. Heavy.
5: Uh, Super heavy. What adventures uh, do you got going on?
4: Just Christmas. Christmas is a big adventure. The ultimate it's adventure. A yeah. plane. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Putting out fires, um, starting yelling up. at children. Yeah, yelling at children, starting yeah. fires. I smelled smoke the other day. I was on a run, and I smelled paper smoke. You know, you know that smell. Okay, that sure. Stink. Yeah, and I thought that is a fire only a kid would start. And okay. I knew that somewhere in this clump of trees there were probably a group of kids burning stationery. You know, mm-hmm. just some little boys because that's such a Did little you go boy. Go yell kid. at them. Heck no, dude. They gotta grow up sometime. A good, <laughs> good forest buyer will put hair on the chest. Mm-hmm. A, A good $700,000 forest fire <laughs> bill will.
5: Well, at least get them they waited the until
4: winter to do it. But it was just like that smell was so nostalgic. I'm like, ah, oh, I remember when I used to go hide in the yard with matches mm-hmm. and flammable things. It was, uh, yeah, it was nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm here, I think.
5: Okay. All right. Uh, Magnolia Avery in the chat asks if I watch Big Brother.
4: Not if I can avoid it. Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking about reindeer games. Yeah, we're talking about reindeer Ten games. Ten minute reindeer game conversation before we came on. So mm-hmm. my
5: biggest gripe with Big Brother is that I can't. I can't spare that many TV, that many watches in a week. Yeah. So like, minutes. I'll I'll catch up once in a while, and then I'll be like, dude, I can't. Really, three nights this week. Like, I can't do it. I can do. One night a week. Yeah. That's what I got.
4: Well, did you guys get your music reports? Yes. Spotify wrapped. Yeah. Or whatever music service you use. Yeah. How many many minutes did you listen?
5: I didn't ever check mine.
3: Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. Rob, do you know? I want to say, was it like, Eight uh, thousand. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of times, like I really like I don't listen to music work. like a cool person listens to music of like, oh, a hey, new song comes out. Like I, I, put music on to have like in the background and so I can mm-hmm. like work.
4: Well, I was what I got sixteen thousand minutes, and I was wondering how uh, that can't be that high. That's got to be low, I think. Mm-hmm. Still, but the the shocking thing was I got this notification that I was in point zero one percent. Of Rage Against the Machine listeners. Oh, okay. I don't even listen to them that much. Wow. That's really sad for them. Well, it is 2023. I'm like, dude, am
3: I the only one?
4: <laughs> they should reach out to you,
3: Danny. You should get a cameo from Rage Against the Machine.
4: At least get a shirt. I'm you should, like, dude. Zero one percent Is that possible? That is I'm, just crazy. Mm hmm. Tyson,
5: I only I listened to thirty seven hundred minutes of music this year.
4: Dude, that's hardly any.
5: Yeah, it said only less than it said point seven percent of my year mm-hmm. had music over it, which is I'm proud of that. I'm very proud of that. No, yeah. that's
4: something to be proud of. I heard of one uh, one of my friends' teenagers had fifty five thousand minutes. Wow! And I I would guess that that's pretty common. For mm-hmm. a teenager, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah. So. What Dude, were your,
5: rage what were your, uh, top, uh, <laughs> top bands was rage against the machine. Your top no. band?
4: Led Zeppelin was my top four were Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. Metallica, cool. rage. Yep. And I can't remember the other one. And then it said that my favorite genre was like despair. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> They did say despair. I think it said uh, drama or something like that. But I was like dis- despair and sadness. I remember seeing. It as, like,
5: like. <laughs> you haven't changed, Danny, since I met you. If you're still listening to the same music,
4: well, no, no, no. This has been. I've revisited my old music within the last year. Does that make sense? Oh, so, like so, I rediscovered mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. I'm like, hey, this you, is you. awesome.
5: Yeah, yeah. Right. So should I start? And, should I do that? Because they were my favorite band. Yeah, you remember mm-hmm. you
4: gave me DVDs of their live shows mm-hmm. uh, years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was revisiting the music of my youth this year and it shows. And supposedly, I just swim in despair and sadness. <laughs> yeah. Um, Denver Morgan wants to know about ICP, Danny. What about that?
3: They, are, they, they, they were on your list? Oh,
4: insane. <laughs> 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 no, unfortunately. Why not? I don't know if I've ever listened to Insane Clown Posse. We used to talk about them, or at least <laughs> yeah, clowns in general. But that's kind of we used to talk
3: it. about. The, yeah, they have a, like
5: conventions, right?
4: They did, yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah, the, with the, well, juggalos. the juggalos. Are they
4: despair and sadness? Because apparently, that's all I listen to.
5: Yeah, yeah they're sad clowns. Probably. Yeah, if you just if you probably just started a radio station <laughs> off of despair, like you like your favorite genre, you'd eventually bump into well, it. Despair
4: sounds like one
3: of like, the serious exam. Like you're listening to okay, channel yeah. 83 despair.
4: <laughs> I'm using the word despair. They use the word drama, but I just mixed all of my genres together and just up with the word despair. Honestly, I think it's just a miscategorization because heavy metal might seem like despair, but it pumps you up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. I, yeah. think, it's just, I think they're wrong. I think, the music the music app I use is wrong. So anyway.
3: Okay. Sure. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some of our top stories at this hour. We got a lot of holiday stories. Uh, but first, uh, one that a uh, big survey that came out where uh, they asked men to respond to a survey about, do you think you could land a commercial airplane? Like a big, like a 747. And half of the men that responded said, yes, 50% said
5: they could land a commercial airliner. Dude, this reminds me of the time when we were playing this. There was this game where it gave you a question and then you put like a rank from one to 10 as to the question. So it was like, how proficient are you at car maintenance, at, at car mechanics? And it was a question for my dad and we all were like, I don't know, two. And then he put like a nine and we were like, dad, I've never seen you work on a car in your life. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, but all you have to do is Google it. And I was like, fair. Mm -hmm. And this is when I was like a kid still. And he was like, you just have to look it up and then you can do it. But 50% seems really high. Those planes are so big, Danny, yeah, Could you land one of those? Because Danny is an aviation enthusiast.
4: Yes. I Okay, so I have fixed wing, licensing, and rotor. So I have flown a lot. I would be nervous, but I, I do think that I could put it on the ground. Not gently, but mm-hmm. I think I could put it on the ground. Safely? I think, yeah, I think I could safely get it on the ground with instructions. Because the thing is, one, yeah, once I put it on the tarmac, I don't know how to make all the other things happen. Like the, the uh what do they call them? The engine brakes. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know.
4: So I could probably do it if I had somebody else, maybe air traffic, telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. But if you want to know how wrong people are, there was a video that came out this past summer that showed people in a simulation, just average people trying to land 747s.
5: Yes. And, and how'd so they do? You, and they didn't do well. I tried. I tried in a simulation uh when... <laughs> When Rob, Boston Rob, and I were in Australia on our sick vacation pre-jury trip, (laughs) we took this simulation course where we were trying to land giant planes. We could not do it. Neither one of us Mm -hmm. Yeah, we tried a bunch of times.
4: The problem is, and this is why I don't think many people can do it, is because it takes a long time to realize that small movements at the joystick translate to huge movements with the plane. Well. And things quickly spiral out of control.
5: I don't think the simulation was giving points for landing well enough to save everyone's life. They were like, you need to land this professionally. But I think if it was just like, you can crush the landing gear, both wings can fall off, whatever. But as long as the tube gets to the ground safe enough, and the people are fine then you pass. Like if you, that was the simulation, I think it would be a different game.
4: Can you imagine they're like, the pilots are both blacked out. Uh, are there any pilots? And nobody raises their hand. So they're like, does anyone think they can <laughs> land the plane? Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of dudes jump up. They're like, dude, I can do this. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's quite a lot of confidence.
5: I'm parachuting.
4: <laughs> well, I don't know where you're getting. Did you bring the parachute? Mm. Do they not have a parachute on board there somewhere? I don't think they do, Tyson. Okay. they might. Maybe getting it's a, a
5: bunch of rafts and tying them together into a pair. Yeah. So th- that let me give you exactly
3: how the survey was asked. How confident are you that you could safely land a passenger airplane in an emergency situation relying only on the assistance of air traffic control?
4: Oh, yes. I could do that.
5: Yeah, okay. Uh, Rob, could you do it? No. So here's what – this is where I'm torn, dude. So I'm sitting up there in first class, just minding my business. Right. Something mm-hmm. walky goes on. People are kind of like panicking a little bit and a lady comes out and I don't know why I always get approached first for this shit. Hey, sir, can, do you think you can land this plane? Like mm-hmm. she comes to me. They well, you're sitting don't. in first class. You're right yeah. there. Yeah. And they're looking at me and they're like, this guy knows what's going mm-hmm. on. And he has a familiar face. I don't know from where or how, and uh, they're like, "Can you do it?" I was like, "I don't think so." Like, me. he's wearing brightly try. colored clothes. Like, I, mean, I don't mind trying. Like, I should try because if I do it, I'm a <laughs> hero. And if not, then we're all dead anyways, and nobody's gonna like who. Whatever. At least but, you uh, get to
4: die by your own hand. Right. At
5: least I get to die by my. But that's like the like where that's where I'm torn. It's like I'm gonna let some other buffoon try this. I may as well try. Yeah. Like who? You that. Like. Unless I'm wrangling everybody, mm-hmm. and I'm like, who has flown an airplane? Who knows how to fly? Can somebody fly? And then you're narrowing it down from there. And I'm gonna definitely put myself up higher. Where I'm like, oh no 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 no! I've sat in a lot of cockpits. I've done simulations. And they're like, how'd you do those simulations? I was like, it was the old. Uh, <laughs> it was it was the old airport in uh, in. It was
4: different Um, back then. It was the
5: old Hong Kong airport where you had to fly through the buildings to land. And it was very tricky. This is easy. Like what? Rob, what are you doing there? Like you're sitting up there in first class, just eating those warm nuts. Yeah. Oh, man. At least
1: if
3: I was going to go down, I I would hope that I was in coach. I was like, oh, man, I I like paid for first class and the plane's not even going to (laughs) land. I hope my family (laughs) gets my money back. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, That's
3: not right. Yeah. yeah, I don't even get to enjoy the whole flight in first class. So yeah, I, I
5: think I would have somebody else uh, take the shot there. Nice. You would. Like you'd that. trust even if it I was would. just somebody who's like, I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah, you're I letting guess, them do
3: it. I guess I like. I don't know. Am I better off with me knowing that like mm, this is like over my head, or versus like somebody who's just an overconfident, uh, overconfident
5: moron? That yeah, some,
4: that, Chad, yeah. some yeah. Chad stands up. Yeah, He's like, I can not, do like this. how hard going to be?
5: Yeah, because even even if he does it he is an instant hero for time and all eternity going on the talk show circuit and everything and that's the other thing you have to you have to recognize is you're like this fucking buffoon if he lands this Mm -hmm. he is going to be celebrated far and wide and he is not the type of personality who will do well with that yes
4: get a a beta male up there yeah
5: (laughs) You got it. That's what you got to do. So you push all the, alpha, you, you ask who can do it that has, you say, okay, who has no flight training whatsoever? Who calls Plus his wife? Feels a they, they can do it. And they all, yeah. And everybody raises their hand that thinks they could do it. And then you're like, who out of you calls your wife a queen? And then those yeah, I mean, guys, all of them keep their hands raised. Yeah. Still. All the people who think they can do it with no training whatsoever. And then you push them aside. And you're like anybody who didn't raise your hand. You're the only true people I want in that cockpit.
4: No, then the next person to look you in the eyes.
5: And why does it have to be a dude? Can we?
3: Right, well, okay. So this is interesting because, because uh, I was wondering how many women responded to this. So I'm looking at the survey results. They talked mm-hmm. to. 20,063 U.S. adults, uh, and they, they broke it down in all sorts of different subsections of uh, uh, region. We could find out by politics, age and race. Um, so that there were 46 percent of men surveyed that were either very confident or somewhat confident. What do you think the number was for women that were surveyed you know, that were very confident or somewhat confident?
5: Well, we're about to find out if women are more realistic or delusional than men here. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking lower. Yeah,
3: Danny's exactly right. It's 20%. 7% of the women surveyed were very confident as opposed to 20% of the men were very confident they could land the plane. And then 13% of the women were somewhat confident and 26, uh, double that, uh, 26% of the men were somewhat confident. I'm having a...
5: I'm having a woman land that thing. This mm-hmm. is why
4: your biggest threat as a male between the age of 20 and 40 or like 15 <laughs> and 40 is an accident. Mm-hmm. Because of this overconfidence goes beyond just landing planes, like yeah. jumping off cliffs, driving on the snow. It's just, those are the people who want to land the plane.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about age? What, what do you think was the um, most confident age group?
5: I think a little older, honestly. I think... Because there's that, like, if you can read, you can cook type of mentality yeah. that goes along with a little bit of age, not so much age, but I think maybe f- 35 to 45 was probably the highest.
3: Yeah. uh So it's a little hard because it's very confident or somewhat confident. Overall, the most of the highest... Uh, group in terms of confidence was the somewhat confident 18 to 29 year olds. Uh, oh, that, man.
5: yeah. that yeah. Not definitely. I'm like, I'm not, I don't trust these kids with any of my well being. So mm-hmm.
4: I see an 18 year old walking up to the cockpit. I'm just opening the jo- door and jumping out myself.
5: <laughs> I go into a doctor's <laughs> office and the doctor's like, they can't even rent a car. I'm 27. And you're like, you're 27. And I'm like, that's the oldest doctor you have here—a twenty-seven-year-old,
0: mm-hmm.
5: Doogie I'll... Hauser. Yeah, yeah. No, it's man.
4: The problem is, you need someone, and up until like thirty-five, death is something that happens to other people. Yeah, you need someone who has some sense of mortality. Like mm-hmm. a thirty-five to forty-year-old would have the confidence, but also be aware of his own mortality. That's what you want.
3: Yeah. Okay. So
5: those I'm, are I'm some aware of the of my results. Own mortality yet. I think. So you okay. think older than me?
4: You can't fly. Yeah. yeah I oh, don't know. Just like mentally, you need someone who at least has a sense that he could do something that could lead to his death.
5: I'm championing for the most confident woman who isn't like an alpha chick. Mm-hmm. So that's who, so mm-hmm. I'm on there. I'm in first class. They're like, Hey, can you? And I was like, okay, who raise your hand if you can. And I'll see that. Like not a lot of women have their hands raised and most of the men have their hands raised and I'm like okay men put all your hands down and I'm looking at the women and I'm like how much crossfit do you do? And then when I find the first woman that doesn't admit to doing to being a crossfit enthusiast, she's the one that I'm going to uh, assist in landing the plane.
4: I hmm. don't know, I might want the crossfit lady landing the plane. Be like mm-hmm. you here juggles ropes that are super heavy and <laughs> why, do
5: why do you need that why do you need that she's waking up every day to go
4: juggle ropes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a, she gets up early to juggle those big ship ropes yeah i think that's who i want landing the plane plus if something goes wrong i swear they're always like you see the pilots like, oh, i'm trying to muscle you know the <laughs> controls so. pull up
5: the stick you need somebody <laughs> yeah, <pull> strong <laughs>
4: yeah exactly i doubt what we is, don't that? Like that
5: is, is that is that because power steering went out is that why they they have to yeah <laughs> once right, power
4: steering
3: out, goes you're yeah <laughs> you're really fighting the g-force at that point
0: yeah exactly
3: hmm yeah
0: with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere
1: 18 plus well let's we
3: have some holiday related stories to get to here today and so we get a lot of invitations to things at the holidays Mm -hmm. and so i guess my question for you is uh, that do you think that it is good or bad to attend holiday parties
5: how do you how in what for your psyche for your
4: mental health Um, I think it's Family parties, friend parties, work parties. Mm -hmm. Which one are we talking about? All of them? I think it's
5: mostly good, but it's probably dependent on a few things. Like if your life is really in the shitter and you're going and seeing how great everyone else's life is, Mm -hmm. that probably sucks. Yeah. Well, okay. That's a
4: family party.
5: Yeah, I'm sure there are some parties that
3: it can be a boon to your mental health, but if you don't want to go to the Mm -hmm. party Mm -hmm. that- there's a study that says that declining the holiday invitations can be good for your mental health.
4: Yeah, it sends a shock of adrenaline. Huge news! Huge yeah. news! Uh, at my Big house.
5: Big win for Danny. Big win for Danny over there. Yes.
4: Yeah. You want to come to my party? Just mm, I'm just, no. I'm just Whoa, taking. Then you feel so
5: good. Yeah, I'm just taking. Uh, it's just self, self. Love, self-healing, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Self-preservation. So, Rob, you're going to use this? uh, Oh, I'm I'm emailing
3: this this article to my wife just to let (laughs) her know. Okay, Like, if you care about my mental health, stop making me go to these events.
5: I go to events if prodded hard enough. Mm -hmm. But I also go with the mindset that I am leaving the second that I want to leave.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
5: So I'll roll in, which is usually like, right when you get there. Yeah. I get there. I talk a little bit and then I pick up the kids. And Rachel's like, What are you doing? I was like, I'm just holding both kids, an eight year old and a five year old. And then she's like, Why? And I was like, I'm walking like out a to shoot. the car right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, so yeah. This is look, just, just say no. Uh, Barbara Bush. To- <laughs> just, say, just say no.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> I think it was just Nancy no. Reagan.
4: Yeah, Was it? Okay, well, Bush after her, I
0: guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. they all Um, said it, yeah. uh,
4: You know what, though? I will say we've talked enough about holiday parties going completely off the rails that maybe from a job standpoint might be nice to say no to some of those office parties.
3: Might be nice. Uh, So there was a study. They talked to 2,000 different people, uh, and this is from uh, Dr. Givi, who is an assistant professor at West Virginia University and... What they found was that uh, people declining the invitations, they overestimate the negative impact that declining will have on those relationships.
4: Uh, Let me also point out that a lot of parties involve stressful things like ugly sweaters or white elephant gifts, which is basically just moving garbage from one house to another. Mm -hmm. And those things are super stressful for some people. Yeah. Yeah,
5: they are. Uh, I think... You do have a point there, Rob, like, oh, are they going to be offended? Are they going to do that? They don't want you there either. They don't mm-hmm. even want to host that thing. They're <laughs> hoping that more people say no.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're only throwing their, the party because their wife told them they had to. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. yeah. People imagined
3: that the inviter would feel angry and disappointed and would likely avoid inviting them to future events. However, the group that received the rejection rated their disappointment to be at a much
5: lower level. Yeah. Turns out that they don't even like you anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think think it's also different because if it's a small party, then everyone's inclusion is important. But if it's a large party, nobody, everybody wants less people there. Mm -hmm. Everybody. So that's where it's like if I'm throwing a bash and I'm inviting 50 people, I'm hoping that only like five to 10 of them show up. But if I'm inviting five, the right five to 10, if I, if I'm inviting only five people, I need four of the five there to even have it be enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, I agree though. I think, I think it's just one of those, like be okay with being a no person in those moments when you want to be a no person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If it's at Taco Bell, though, you, have <laughs> you gotta to go. go to that Taco Bell <laughs> holiday party. <laughs> Legendary, dude. It's, we haven't had a party like that for so long. Mm-hmm. Man, okay, the, the so Taco Bell party.
3: Was you know, off you can cheap. you know go to the p- holiday parties that make you happy and don't go to the other ones. Okay, correct. All right, so now. If anybody is having trouble getting into the Christmas spirit, and let me just so last week I talked about on the the podcast about how my wife has really taken over the outdoor lighting. Mm. It has like it well. I like it in theory. It hasn't gone. It hasn't gone well. Okay. Uh She she, and she's very upset about how it's gone. And is she
5: blaming you?
3: It's your fault. Mm, Those words haven't been said, but like uh, like it is like. A very frustrating thing to do—the outdoor lighting—and there, I think there was a little bit of an idea, of like, "Well, if you're not gonna, I'll just do it myself." Okay. And then it turns out, like, it's actually, like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's actually a very annoying thing to do." Yeah. A lot of things can go wrong with that. So now it's a Me? little bit of like, "Hey, I'll just do it myself." It's like, "Well, why didn't you do this? Why am I, why am I having to do this?" <laughs> we hired
5: a kid. Yeah. And you said. It- Yeah. And it was, I think it was pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. I think it was cheap. Rachel told me it was cheap. I didn't check to make sure if it was or was not. Yes. So I think that's the way to go, honestly. Okay. Well, if you're looking for
3: somebody to hire to help Mm -hmm. you out with your holiday decorations and you happen to live in Florida, let me introduce you to Sammy, who is a woman who will come and decorate your house for Christmas and your, especially your tree that she will come and decorate your, uh, area for $300 while topless.
5: Ooh. Can she land a plane? That's <laughs> it's
3: pretty good. <laughs> like I feel, kind of feel like that she could keep her top on and decorate for $300.
5: Yeah, she definitely. Oh, yeah. Could. That's a great price. Mm-hmm. Well, Let's show us a picture of Sammy here.
3: Okay. Uh so that this is from or I have her talking about this service on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh so I guess that she mostly uh her trade is being a topless maid. Uh but now oh, she's added okay. the service of doing
5: Holiday decorating. I don't think you could do, put that outside, though. You couldn't have her outside doing that.
4: Well, it, it would be cold. No, co- I think it's it, it would... mostly Christmas trees. Yeah,
3: oh. Yeah. it would be cold also. Um, not in Florida. Yeah, because, well, I guess not. Uh, I think that what she had said was that there was uh, one of the people, like, wanted her to go cut down a Christmas tree, and she was not willing to do that.
5: Yeah. No, sorry. That's not her field of expertise. Her field Shane of expertise is hanging around with her shirt off. Not all the other stuff. The other mm-hmm. stuff is just yeah. like dependent on the season.
4: Mm-hmm. She should be charging so much more for this service. $300 is a penance. How much would you pay, she Danny? Be, I would say, um, how much would I pay? <laughs> um, I would say $500. Right? $500? Wow. I mean, no, she I think knows you could she... charge more than that. She knows her market, right? Because she does a maid service. Sure, so maybe but, this is what you get in Florida for a top list thing. Yeah. But I think in Utah, you might be able to get some high bidders, uh, I mean, maybe $1,000. Yeah. I,
5: I mean, it really comes down to the, like, man, I think you could charge way more than this.
4: Mm-hmm. Tyson, I'll pay you $500 to decorate my treetop list.
5: <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'll am i be in Utah on the 22nd.
4: Okay. But will you also cut down the treetop list, though? I I do cut it
5: <laughs> Yeah. No, that's not a service <laughs> yeah. I provide. Yeah, by the way,
3: I'm sorry, I misspoke. She actually will uh, chop down a tree for you. Is but, that true? but it has that... to be in a private area. She's not going to be publicly indecent. That is and so is that part dangerous. of the $300 fee? I think she'll do it for three hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't know if that's like an hour or like you know that's you know there's a time limit.
5: Dude, I think
4: a naked person wielding an axe.
3: They said she made three thousand five hundred dollars in one day, which is not really an increment of three hundred dollars. Maybe that's with tips.
5: Yeah, but maybe three thousand five hundred dollars in a day—that's like twelve hours of work Mm -hmm. for her if it's three hundred dollars an hour.
4: Yeah. Maybe I should offer to put up lights with just a t-shirt and socks. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a lot of money. That's that some good is. money to have around the holidays. Yes,
3: days. so it's like a Winnie the Pooh
5: situation, Danny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Squidward. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it. Let's do it.
4: Yeah, I'll cut I down will. a tree, but
5: I'll get the I'll get the website up.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, guys.
5: All right, um, and then.
3: I have a story out of Michigan where I don't really understand what this uh, promotion was. So in Michigan, they had an event on Saturday the 2nd at a Walmart that was called Shop with a Cop. I don't really understand out. why people like, uh, were this like, is a PR I know it rhymes. Reach out
4: event right. with the public.
3: All right, so there's 75 police officers, and then you get to shop with a cop, okay? And this is where a 62-year-old woman also decided to attempt to do uh, a massive shoplifting.
4: She can land a plane. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't get away with
3: it, Danny still
4: i don't care the she, she's got the confidence yeah. to land a 747 so Yeah,
5: she it's kind of genius it's like one of those things where it's like we're gonna go straight to the source and we're gonna do it right under their noses because that's when they're gonna be the least aware mm-hmm. of it all i think if she would have pulled it off correctly she would have gotten away with it
3: yeah yeah i like shop with a cop there's a lot of them it looks like there's one near me Maybe I'll hit that after I go to my. But I don't next understand what shop with a cop is. Yeah. There's one what in my it? town shop with what, a cop. Okay. What do you do? Um, it raises money throughout the year to provide a joyous Christmas to underprivileged children in our community. So the officers partner with children one on one and accompany them to a Walmart. Oh, okay. So each child is given $175. So I'm not sure why this woman decided to go there and shoplift $700 worth of stuff.
4: Dude, the thrill. The thrill. Her (laughs) Her endorphins. She walked Mm -hmm. walked out to the parking lot and put $727 worth of stolen merchandise in her car, which was parked next to all the patrol cars. Mm -hmm. That is just like balls. They'll never
5: see it coming. Yeah. They'll never see it coming. Yeah. Dude, can you imagine? Except they did see it coming. This is like (laughs) taking... This is like taking uh probably like four kilos of cocaine at once for her. Yeah. This this Just is like
4: Ocean 17.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: What happened was a trooper followed her out to her vehicle, which was parked next to all the patrol vehicles. Uh they got her. Yeah.
4: Yeah. She probably would have gotten away with
5: it if it weren't for that pesky patrol guy.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Did she know they were doing shop with a cop there that day?
5: Who cares? She was there. She She, she wasn't going to. Yeah, she probably did. She probably, that's probably the whole thing. She's Mm -hmm. probably gotten away with this at shop for with a cop over the last two decades. Yeah. She's like, they'll never
3: see it coming. Yeah. She could have gone to any of the other Walmarts that did
5: not have all of the police. Why? Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. (laughs) Once you've done it without the police there. You need the police yeah. there to do anything.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, that's the end of the holiday stories that I have for you. But this is a very important service to all of our listeners. Uh, now, for any of our you know listeners who are in need of an MRI, very important tool for doctors out there, just remember... Don't bring concealed weapons into the MRI machine. But why? Really?
4: Though? Oh,
3: yeah. You could leave them because um, <laughs> yeah. a 57 year old woman uh, was actually shot in the buttocks uh, after she Classic. brought a concealed handgun into the
5: MRI machine with her.
4: I'm not letting her land the plane. Mm-hmm.
5: But have you ever been in an MRI machine? I have not. Like, you feel like there's no way out, and you. I, I wish that I had ways of just like blasting my way out of that thing. Mm-hmm. I had to go in one. You're in a tube like as big as yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. So they just wow. like
5: slide you in. Yeah. And well, you got to be careful. I have nightmares, day nightmares, daymares about being and in the MRI. Night- <laughs> of being in an MRI again. I'm like, I hope wow. I never get injured enough to have to go back into an MRI machine. Cause I am so claustrophobic. That is the worst. Would you bring a gun thing. into the MRI? <laughs> no. So what I do is I look at escape plans. Cause I'm like, if I really have to, I can scramble out. <laughs> if I have to break a bunch of shit. So, uh,
4: geez, Tyson, yeah. you're really scaring me here.
5: Yeah. But you don't recommend bringing a firearm. No, don't bring a
3: Maybe firearm. A, well, here's the issue. So the M in MRI, a lot of people don't know, stands for magnetic.
5: Ooh. Mm-hmm. So it pulled the trigger off? No. Well,
3: it pulled the gun off to like, uh like they turned it on, and then the gun got like, you know, dragged to the uh. side, which then caused
5: it to discharge. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, yeah, Danny, you should be living in complete fear. So now they, because they have like 3D goggles, they put like goggles yeah. on you to watch Netflix. Right. And like make it seem like you're in a movie theater instead of in a tight, teeny tiny little metal tube. But you're not. You're in a little metal tube and you can feel your breath like reverberating off the f- top of it down onto your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm yeah. That'll probably be the next. This. Oh.
4: Yeah, dude, it will be the
5: next. saw. Uh, you have to be in an MRI machine for 10 yeah. for 10 minutes. Yeah, dude, I I when I was in one, I was like, she the nurse was like, you think you can do it? I was like, I think I can. She's like, you just got to be in there for like 10 minutes. I was like, okay, I think I can. Whoa. Do it. And I go in, maybe it was two minutes. I don't remember what it was. But I go in and immediately I was like, nope, get me out. And she slid me out. And she's like, you can do it. I know you can I was like, I don't think I can. Yeah, and thumbs she's up. Like, you can. <laughs> she's like, you can. So hmm. she slides me back in. I'm like, get me out. And she's like, no, I have other appointments today. I was like, I have to get out right now. She's like, no, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. And she she wouldn't let me out of the machine. Yeah. Could they sedate you for that? Yeah. Or do you need to be awake? That's what I was wondering. I think they could probably sedate you, but is that better? I think if I was knocked all the way out, that mm-hmm. would be great. Yeah. Otherwise, no. Yeah. What, no what were they looking at? My shoulder when I heard it on Survivor. Yeah.
3: So I oh, wow. okay. don't know why you need to be awake for that. Oh man, because yeah, exactly.
4: I knocked me home. out with a yeah. old hammer. Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: Wow. Okay. I was well, passed out from fear.
3: Yeah. The woman who she had the concealed firearm. She did answer no. She did not have any forbidden items, including uh, firearms, before the procedure started. And then ultimately, um, you know, you can't you gotta be upfront about that stuff. When you bring your gun into the MRI, she's fine. She's fine. Very small, superficial. I don't know if the MRI machine
5: is fine. Yeah. Superficial. Insurance doesn't cover that. So she just got grazed? Just got grazed. Yeah. Still, though. How's her uh,
3: hearing after a gun discharged the MRI machine? Yeah,
5: that's got to probably not sound great. She's going to have to go in for another MRI for years. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, have you guys seen those pictures of the MRI machine that like sucks in a gurney? There's, even... there, It happened a couple months ago, and it is a terrifying looking, it's like a black hole that tried to suck in an object that was too big. Mm-hmm. You should really go and look at it if you want to understand the power of the MRI magnets. It's, MRI
3: uh, sucked in a gurney?
4: Yeah, go yeah. No, look what it, it up. What is a gurney? Any of the gurney what they will you in on when you're a, a mm-hmm. patient? It's oh, the bed. maybe. A medical yeah. bed. It sucked the whole thing uh, here. into the hole. Yeah. Do you have it, Rob?
5: Is this it, Danny? Oh, yeah, that does look yes. like it. Look, oh, look at that. God. Yeah. Look at that too, It's like we're dude. trying to eat it. <laughs> I'm horrified. This is like my worst nightmare. Like if this was Halloween decorations, I would be puking. Every time I saw, it, mm-hmm. like, I can't go in that tube. Yeah. yeah, look at that.
3: There it is. Tried to She's eat like the bag. Just had a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiple. Hungry Multiple. MRI machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Rachel in the chat says, "I just had an MRI. Turns out they're too expensive to turn off and on, so they're always on."
5: Yeah, they're really? always watching. But that's not even. Rachel, what was your fear level while sitting inside the MRI? That's more what we want to know. Mm-hmm.
4: Tyson needs to know.
3: Yeah. By the way, uh, Caleb in the chat says, hey, Rob, T- uh, Tyson, and Danny. I just want to say thank you for the incredible guidance and joy you bring to us dads out there. Your podcast has been a beacon of wisdom and joy. Keep up the fantastic work. <laughs>
5: oh, mm-hmm. wisdom. Wisdom that's right
3: yeah that's right yeah when i was in new orleans uh that i uh you know occasionally i'll talk to people and they'll say like hey you know what news af best podcast on rhap i don't even listen to the other stuff yeah yeah
4: Oh, dude, that's kind of sad the rest <laughs> of rhap
3: it's all right <laughs>
5: okay um and then these I these mri stories are so good in here <laughs> yeah so rachel said it was just loud yeah uh calcos, uh, 08. I cried during the MRI. I might've actually cried during my MRI the second time when she wouldn't let me out. And I was like so close to just start punching. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like so close. I was like on the verge. And, uh, J.C. Rearholm says sometimes they put a mirror in the MRI room so you can look at your own eyeballs. Well, that's nice. The roof is so <laughs> close, dude. It's literally like three inches from your face. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh Maybe it, it makes it seem like I'm it's bigger in there if they put a mirror in. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so tight. It is so tight. Mm-hmm.
3: It's,
5: yeah, uh, it's it's I can't expound to you how horrific having an MRI is. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Gosh,
4: Tyson. Now when it's get, I get ordered by the doctor to get one. Just be like, I'm pass. Clean to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a head
5: injury, just be like, just guess what my shoulder is. Don't uh, don't <laughs> guess. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Then I've got uh, a couple of different surveys. Okay. Uh. Would you rather hear a survey about um whether it's better. Uh, to be optimistic or pessimistic in terms of your finances or uh, a survey about what age should the average American be able to retire at?
5: Oh, man. Uh, Let's Let's do the second one.
3: Okay. All right. So, um, all right. They surveyed uh, 2,000 Americans. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. What age should you be able to retire at? According to the survey,
5: 60 or 65,
3: 55. 44.
4: Oh,
5: that's mm-hmm. how old we are.
4: We're all retired. <laughs> we <should> be- yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. No. Are we Andy's all retired? 45, Rob's 45. Mm-hmm. I'm the only 44 year old here. Yeah. So.
4: But I'm, we're retired. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So
5: they just asked 2000 people. Well, what age do you think you should be able to retire? I mean, that'd be nice but what a, what's this demographic that is it? survey people because they're like the they're like 2000
3: the, general population americans they F- are yeah. retired they're the 23 mm-hmm. year olds
5: <laughs> in their parents basement that's like what age should an adult well 44 is really old mm-hmm. when will my
4: parents die and i can take over this house through squatters rights yeah around mm-hmm. 45 yeah
5: that's yeah. an interesting number uh that would be nice for a lot of people because then you have half of your life to live without doing work. Assuming
4: you have the money.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. That would. I'm saying that would be nice. But can you imagine okay, yeah. if everyone over 45 was retired? Oh, my you know God. How busy, you know how busy lunch places would be at <laughs> one in the afternoon or 11 in the morning? <laughs> I'm already trying to beat that lunch rush by going either before or after the at lunch 10, rush. 30. And... I remember 20 years ago when I was living a retired lifestyle before people thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. I had the whole run of the town. Like I could go to Danny and be like, hey, Danny, you want to go to lunch or do whatever we want, knowing that nobody else is going to be there. Now there are so many people because of like the more flexible jobs and stuff like that. And it's annoying. Like go get your own space, guys who have flexible jobs. Now we were here first. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. Back when people worked nine to five at the steel mill, exactly. I could do whatever we wanted.
5: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We could go to the zoo and be the only ones there. It was awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know where they got this uh 44 years old to retire. Man, I don't know either. Uh Gina Taylor says 50. 50 still seems young. There's also those new studies that say that like if you've worked your whole life do not retire because you'll probably die right after. Right. You want to. Yeah,
4: yeah, I've I've heard that too,
5: yeah. You want to keep some work. And my dad has actually, my dad's a work guy. Mm -hmm. And he is like now, he threatened to retire like a decade ago and he still is like still just like doing his thing. And then my mom and dad were like, it's the thing he loves most. So actually like- yeah. Even if he eases off and does stuff like that, he should still do some type of work. So, yeah, you should
4: always be doing something. If you don't have something that can replace your job when you retire, you should keep working. That's why we gotta keep the podcast like,
5: going. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but we're probably gonna have to do seven to 14 episodes a week once we're all retired. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure, doable? keep up yeah. with Big Brother. But yeah, time. no more video
3: <laughs> podcasts, cause I don't wanna hear that I look old. Dude, that's <laughs> all I get
5: out in public. You a know, survivor? Yeah. was. Yeah. You look old. Yeah. I am old, asshole. Like you know how time what? works that was 15 years ago. Jeez, so rude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't happen all the time. I don't want to hear that, but it's like sometimes, yeah. I'm not trying to hear that,
3: all right? Yeah. So um and then in terms of your financial planning, um mm-hmm. you know, actually not good to be an optimist. Uh, being an optimist uh, makes you make bad financial decisions. Like just like, yeah, I get
5: that because mm-hmm. you're just like, yeah, I'll make up for it somewhere else. Let's buy it. hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, unrealistic optimism. That's bad. Oh, that's bad all the time.
4: The worst line. That's, mm-hmm. that,
3: that's what causes uh, 46% of men to think they can land the plane.
5: Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what causes all super fans to think they can get on Survivor and mm-hmm. then actually get on Survivor. Yeah.
4: That's how the casinos pay for their own uh, you know people and extreme optimism and all the buildings. <laughs> that's yeah. true.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing out there. Extreme optimism. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. I uh need a little bit more pessimism. Guard- no, you can't do that. Guarded optimism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you <laughs> need that you optimism need. to even move forward. <laughs> you can't be pessimistic about it all, but yeah, there is it is a balance.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah okay all right Danny
3: are you ready to take us to your bolt hole this week
4: oh I'm so optimistic about my bolt hole (laughs) I am optimistic always
3: about the bolt hole
4: we are too we've never been
3: disappointed yet so we have a reason for the optimism all right here we go Danny Bryson the bolt hole
4: All right. Hard to believe that's Tyson's voice. Why? Every time doesn't I sound to like it. him. Why? No, I just don't hear Tyson sing very often.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because you never let me be um, the lead singer when we were gonna take our show international.
4: Probably the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life was not putting Tyson up front. The tambourine and his yeah. moves.
5: No shirt. Sort
4: of taking over the world. That was
5: when I was shredded, dude. You know yeah, much-
4: Taylor Swift would be opening up for us. Yeah, right. Yeah. It could have
5: all been different for us, Danny.
4: So this story takes place in a country where Tyson and I we had our friendship solidified, mm-hmm. and it's the uh, wonderful country of China.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. so that and this is our friendship hasn't been solidified us? till a decade and a half later when we when I visited you in China.
4: Only through trials can it really be solidified, and China is definitely a trial. Mm -hmm. when you're there. So um, this story is a cautionary tale of posting pictures of your food and a warning to those who might be thinking about doing it when they get a delicious, scrumptious meal set down on their table. This woman took a picture of her meal that accidentally showed the QR code. And as a result, and I also didn't even know this was possible, people began to order a ton of food because I'm guessing the QR code was associated with their table. So quickly, $60,000 worth of food was racked up for her table. What is this woman, an influencer? How does she have so many followers? Yeah, it's China. There's lots of people to go around. Um, But the most interesting thing about this are the things that people ordered for her uh, through the QR code. Was the food just coming uh all
3: out to her table?
4: No, they caught it, obviously, before. It was $60,000 worth of food. Obviously, the manager is going to go out and take a look at the table before he starts cooking up uh, mm-hmm. Two thousand five hundred eighty orders of squid. But squid I didn't even know this was something. But it, it doesn't surprise me at all that this is an order you can make in China. But some, the people who are using the QR code, code ordered 1,850 orders of duck blood. Duck <laughs> blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delicious. That is a lot of duck blood. Uh, which I guess is a popular delicacy in the region. Eighteen hundred orders of duck blood. Mm-hmm. I am really curious as to what an order of duck blood looks like. Is that just a? Bowl? Oh,
5: I get it now. I get how this. It's it's like those QR codes. Like when you go to an airport restaurant mm-hmm. and you click it, and it associates not only yeah, the QR absolutely. code menu, but it also associates with that specific table. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, and they also ordered ten thousand portions of shrimp paste this this meal this this illegal meal that's been ordered is the exact exact opposite of everything i would want to eat squid mm-hmm. duck blood and shrimp paste i mean well but the thing ooh. is
5: too though is that the manager comes out and is like hey ma'am we can't actually fulfill all ten thousand orders of duck paste right now is there can we get you duck anything blood. else you're like i get all of it for free <laughs> like that's that should and, be her argument. You can't fulfill it. Well, you, then how come I yeah. was allowed? I can't eat it all I here. It. Can you box it up for me?
3: I see you're yeah.
4: Let's get Hint of Lime, a guy involved, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. they're like, "You only had a hundred gallons of duck blood when this woman ordered two hundred. That is like a misrepresentation of what's possible." Mm-hmm. But uh, this, just you know, be careful when you're out there taking that food porn pic, and yeah. just make sure the QR code is not. On the screen, because I guess that uh, people can just order tons of delicious food to your table.
5: When Rachel uh, changed her last name to Apostle when we got married, she posted a picture of her social security card, her new one with her new last name on it. Oh, no. no. And I got a DM almost immediately from a fan friend. And uh, it was like, hey, Rachel just posted a picture of her social security card. You might want (laughs) to. Right. And I was like, Rachel, take that down. She's like, oh, what?
4: <laughs> and it was too late.
5: No, it was yeah. good. I think only a few people had seen it. Yeah. And uh, to you my knowledge, taking
4: that alone.
5: <laughs> I don't even know if, I don't even know if I'm married to the same Rachel that I, because
3: somebody stole <laughs> her identity. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a fair question. Yeah. Okay. Be careful out there, everybody. All right. Danny, yeah. Anything
4: out. else? No, like I said, just mentally preparing for the battle that is Christmas. 12 days of Christmas, by the way, starts, I think, today.
3: Oh, my so God. So
4: if, if you're going to buy stuff from Tyson's site mm-hmm. and you want to string it out for 12 days, you need to get started on that.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just took my Be Real. Yeah. Okay.
3: Awesome. Wait, that's still going? Be Real?
5: Not really, but mm-hmm. once in a while. This is the first time. I, I don't do it very often, but some people do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever see anything so, good? Yeah. No, I don't even look at any of it. Yeah. (laughs) You ever see anybody decorating a
3: Christmas tree in just a t-shirt and socks?
5: Oh, man, I wish. It's mostly (laughs) just people who, it's mostly just like Instagram because people are like, oh, look at that cool thing they just happened to be doing three hours after they were supposed to post. But at least it
4: says three hours after.
5: Yeah, it's catching people in their lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, perfect. All right. Danny, what's coming up for you?
4: Um, plugging away, I got some uh, reviews, gear mm. reviews coming up on one of my YouTube channels, which I only enjoy reviews now if I make ridiculous things um, involved. Like. Graphics, songs, um, I'm tired of serious reviews. You make original songs can in theory. your reviews? I just Sing wrote a great song about Kristoff. You'll have to watch the review if you want to see it. A, a great song about Kristoff. Yeah, it's a jaunty. Jaunty piece. um, Is it talk about the pompousness of
5: going by (laughs) Christophe instead of Chris or Christopher as an American?
4: No, no. You'll have to watch, Tyson. So, yeah, I've got some reviews coming out. And then just I got to buy stuff for my Secret Santa. I haven't Mm -hmm. done that yet. I'm getting down to the wire. Oh, yeah. yeah, Who has you? I don't know who has me. We don't know. It's secret. So the person I have, I'm trying to figure out what to buy them. Mm -hmm. But I thought you're...
5: Is it your no. turn to have your parent? Is it your turn that your your parents
4: uh You don't know? It's a secret drawing, Tyson. Wow. Nobody knows who has who.
5: But I thought your parents went on rotation because your parents always get the best gifts for the person. It's like everybody's they just do. like here's a little Caesar's coupon for two pizzas, pizza pizza, like it used to be. That's and then yeah. your parents are like, here's a Rolls Royce. And you're like,
4: Oh wow, that's yeah, Crystal Chalice. Um, I can't have my parents because I had them recently, so I'm okay. out of that. Yeah,
5: that's what I'm saying. It's not me, that's what I'm but saying. But we don't
4: know who has them, you're just names are taken out, but they're still, I mean, there's 11 kids, so oh,
5: so there's still some so, okay.
4: Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's they don't they, work down
5: the list, yeah. And you're not like, that's not fair, yeah, that's just
4: what a 45 year old should say. <laughs> <laughs> I only just learned that like a couple years ago like you shouldn't say that's not fair. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to be mature.
5: Good. Well, you're a better man than I. I'm yeah. growing. You okay. really are. Uh, it's what about you Tyson? I have a Survivor podcast uh, tomorrow. Uh Jesse Lopez is joining us. Yeah. So um and then going to California California this weekend just for a quick trip. Uh and that's it. Getting ready for the snow. We gotta like kinda collect some snow gear because we're gonna go stay up at Wolf Creek Ranch, which is at like nine thousand feet when we get to Utah. So there will be there will be some snow. Yeah. Uh Rob?
3: Yeah, just uh, we've got the reindeer games uh, going on here. So we'll be continuing our coverage here tonight. We're actually going to have some squid game coverage. Talked about uh, all three drops Uh, today. We're going to have an interview with uh, the mother and son, Leanne and Trey here Um, on RHAP. So uh, we'll check in with that. And then, of course, back to Survivor uh, tomorrow night as we are gearing up, what, eight days away from the Survivor finale, Tyson? Can you believe it? yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean... Usually wow. it would be this week. It's crazy that it's running so close. They're to pushing the it. This you look,
3: year. look they, they got ninety-minute episodes. Uh, we'll go mm. until basically Christmas Day.
5: Yeah, yeah,
3: never That's stops. All right, never so, stops. We've got a very busy week uh, here again, and then we'll be back with you next Tuesday for more News AF. Take care, everybody. Have a good one.
5: Bye. We did it, guys.